This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. Now here's a word from our sponsors. I'm Elizabeth Fay, and I am a huge Schedulisty fan, enthusiast, um, promoter. So what Schedulisty can really do for your business and what it can do for your life um, is so amazing. So it's a modern tool that's going to help you systemize all the procedures in your business. And they're probably some of them are ones you didn't even know you have or you should have. It's going to systemize them. It's going to make everything streamlined and do it for you while you sleep. And this is the way that you can make more money and have more quality of life. So everything from upping your rebooking rates to taking deposits, helping you enforce your no-show and cancellation policies, all the way to your email marketing, and even the way you get tipped and process payments. It's like having a front desk, an assistant, and a virtual assistant all in one in your pocket for such an affordable price. So if you haven't already gotten... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, CEO and founder of Schedulicity, and we're proud to bring you this amazing podcast. What's going on, brother? Today's a special thing. We almost have a roundtable going on. I know. We have uh, two people that are uh, close to the podcast and yep. to us, and uh, we admire both of them. Yeah, mad respect for both of them. That's why we're all That's why we're all doing this together. Absolutely. And, and they both have great things going on. And uh, uh, it's just, I'm really excited to dig in because the topic today is something that I think a lot of hairdressers, or at least talking about myself <laughs> trying to, <laughs> right. not to make myself single but uh it, it's you know we struggle with yeah i mean with our two guests today one helps us make money the other one helps us keep our money so i mean i think exactly that's the, i think that's the basis of the podcast yeah As, well said well, well <laughs> awesome said. so today our guest is nina tulio and, and for those that remember nina she's been on the podcast i don't know a handful of times 10 times or so but and she always gives us unbelievably great straight to the point um of business advice and, and how to increase our business how to keep our business yada 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 um she's an amazing uh a coach for the industry and then we're really excited to back she's been on a couple times i guess um is michelle cook michelle cook um is a honestly just a, a hairstylist CPA like like she's starting to kind of like niche herself um within our industry and you know I'm I'm not gonna lie she's our she's our personal my family's accountant and she's also the accountant for hair industry so you know we have a really great relationship with her as well but um but uh, Michelle's done some cool stuff man that I want to talk about oh absolutely dude she uh you know you you said a hairdresser CPA I mean she, that's you know, she was a hairdresser first, then she went to, to school. Now she's a CPA. So she truly understands our industry, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And the ins and outs. And so I'm, and she's created these programs uh, for bookkeeping that, uh, you know, which we're going to get into that's going to make your life a lot easier at the end when it's tax time. 
Yeah, I mean, she's definitely like, she's lessening the friction, right? Absolutely. She's lessening the friction of your book or how to run your book or, or, or all that stuff. And, um, you know, all, all, again, on a personal note, the personal endorsement, which I'll do all day for Michelle, like she really helped us understand what our books are. And now, like, thanks to Michelle, our book actually looks like a business as opposed to, you know, just, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the, 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 yeah. the, the stress of running a business is, 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 you know, you're worried about so much stuff, you know, bookkeeping, honestly, and you know, because I've watched you do it every three months, you're like putting all your stuff together. You know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's the last thing that kind of gets done. It's the furthest black back burner that we have. And, and, and Michelle makes it so easy. And, you know, she walked us through it for like a week. And then, you know, now we actually look like a real business on the books, at least. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So let's, uh, let's bring her in. I'm really excited to talk about these packages she's created yeah. uh, for bookkeeping. Yeah. And for the hairdresser, right? hundred percent. Well, let's go ahead and get, let's get on in. So, uh, Miss Michelle Cook and Miss Nina Tulio, welcome back to your day off. Thanks so much for having us. Yes. Hello, I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, we're Thank excited you. to have you guys, man. Yeah, we're excited because you guys, you know, I mean, you you truly uh, have put together some great stuff for the hairdresser. And uh, without people like you guys, I, I think there'd, there'd be a lot of people left behind or struggled, you know? A lot more people. A lot more people. Because <laughs> you know, we're all kind of struggling now, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, I think there's this podcast, podcast, No Stylist Left Behind, which I really like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. Right. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, Michelle, so, um, you know, kind of tell us about, well, I mean, tell us about, you know, the challenges that, that, that you're seeing that hairdressers are having, particularly during these, uh, I don't know, I'm going to try to say the word tumultuous times. <laughs> You don't want to use the word unprecedented. Okay, I'll use that unprecedented. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so tired of that word. Uh, um, yeah, you know, it's been pretty crazy, of course. You know, everyone feels that. I I work with stylists all over the country, so I see, you know, a wide spectrum. You know, there are a lot of people who they went back to work and they had the best months of their whole career mm-hmm. and they're doing great. You know, things have kind of settled for them um, because they don't have that initial rush anymore, but you know, they're kind of back to business and things are going just fine. And then, you know, I have my poor stylist in California who haven't had a paycheck in months and it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. I, my heart goes out to these women and men because they've got, rent for their home and for their salon and there's no more funding ppp's goodbye unemployment you know there's no more six hundred dollars a week it's it is really tough times for a lot of people out there yeah we were talking to a stylist the other day and um her monthly uh hook is you know she's up she's up for 20 grand per month and she hasn't you know she hasn't seen a client in six months you know so wow I don't, no rent break, no, yeah, no unemployment, no nothing. She's not getting any help. So she's digging out of her, her saving, her retirement. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it goes without saying that, you know, because this person was digging out of the retirement and stuff. I mean, this is going to last, you know, a decade or decades, right? Like, like the, the, the recovery in, on it is going to be decades, but you know, we, we all know that and we can go down that that, you know, rabbit hole if we, if we choose to, but I'm going to try to back us out of that. Um, you know, again, uh, Michelle, kind of tell us how, you know, what, what, what you're doing with the bookkeeping. Again, I, I teased it by saying, you know, to keep our money at the end, you know, what can we do or, or what's your stylist do and, and how can you help out? Yeah, well, 
I mean, let me kind of rewind a little bit. So I've, I do a lot of different accounting. So I do bookkeeping, taxes, you know, consultations, things like that. And I just noticed at the end of the year, you know, people were just kind of freaking out. Like, what do I do? What do you need for me to get, do my taxes? You know, they're just kind of lost. Um, Are you throwing us under the bus? I mean, that's the thing is like, it's not just you, it's everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I just knew that people needed more direction than was out there. And I actually initially just started Googling, like, you know, who's got a bookkeeping course for a beauty professional? Surely that's got to be out there. And I can just, you know, refer my clients to do that. And and it didn't exist. And I just realized, oh my gosh, people need this so much because, you know, we get all of this information from different coaches or, you know, oh, you know, our, our rent should be X percent, our supplies should be X percent, things like that. But it's like, well, how do you know what your supplies are unless you've done your bookkeeping? You know, it's just like a, a, basic foundation everything works off of bookkeeping and if you don't have that like very basic skill it's kind of hard to do the rest right yeah Yeah, you just answered because i was going to ask you what inspired you to create these programs to to help all these hairdressers you know outside of doing just you know the taxes and said you just answered it uh were, were, were the flood of the uh, your clientele for the bookkeeping, were they like suite owners, uh, chair renters, or were they big salons? Yeah, I would say I mostly work with independents, and maybe they have like a few employees. I only have a, a small handful of like larger um, commission salons. But so this bookkeeping course that I created so far is for the independent. So you're a booth renter, you're a suite owner. And... I kind of recognized that because I was doing one-on-one QuickBooks trainings with people, but you know, like honestly, CPAs are expensive. <laughs> and when you're first starting out, like your first year, you're just trying to pay your rent. <laughs> you know, you're still building up a clientele. It's really hard to afford these kind of basic services, but they're so needed as well. And it's this hard balance because I would have these clients who kind of tried to figure it out themselves, but whatever the free videos on YouTube were, like weren't really right for the beauty profession. And then, so we're at this awkward quandary where it's like, they didn't have money to pay me to do it, but then they also, now they need to pay me extra to fix it because it got all messed up. So anyways, I just hated that. And so I wanted to create something that was very affordable and that everyone could go in and just get things right from the beginning instead of coming in, you know, once the problem was already there. I wanted to help people, you know, get things smooth before there ever was a problem. Yeah, that, that's, that's great. I mean, you know, because I know that uh, when we started um, Hair Industry, uh, you know, there's different um you know partnerships there's different llc's there's different you know these different things and we didn't know uh a difference between a a sole proprietor an llc or a partnership right so you know she helped us figure that out she helped us and, and, and there's different filing times and you know what i mean so uh i can honestly say michelle really uh helped us you know just organize a hundred percent yeah 
Yeah. I mean, you know, what the, uh, again, um, to make this personal uh, again, is like, you know, and you were saying it like the, the first year, there's so much stuff that you're, that, that you're concerned about that, that the bookkeeping and that, that again, it kind of comes last, but you know, what, what Michelle's been able to do with our business, both with hair industry and, my, and our personal business is um, she's able to answer those questions of, well, you don't, well, you don't know what you don't know, right? So if you don't know, you don't know to look for it. So like, even when she was saying like, you know, you can go to YouTube and stuff, but you don't even know what you're looking for because you don't know. So Michelle's kind of broke it down and made it very, very simple. So you know what you need to know, right? And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's it. So let's, let's talk about, so, so you, so you built these classes. Let's talk about these, these classes or these, these yeah. The programs. Programs. So how many did you create and what do they do? What are they for? Yeah. Well, I will say, so this course is just bookkeeping, but honey, I'm only getting started. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, I've got a lot more, you know, kind of like what you're saying. I don't know if I should be a sole proprietor, LLC, like that is all stuff on my, you know, very long list of, of courses that I need to create. Um, but in terms of what I have here, I, the reason why I started with bookkeeping is because I felt like it was the skill that everyone can learn. You know, a lot of times in this industry, we'll tell ourselves like, oh, I'm just not a numbers person. Like, I'm just not, you know, I'm creative. I like, you know, art and things like that. And I just can't do it. And I, with this course, I wanted to be able to show everyone that you absolutely can do it. It's, you don't have to be a numbers person. You're literally just learning a software. And then from there, I go through and I'll teach you how to take those numbers and actually use them. That's my final module. But that's kind of where I started it from is I wanted everyone to realize that they absolutely can do bookkeeping. Um, but anyway, sorry, back to your question of the different packages. So yeah, my goal here was to provide a very affordable access to a CPA. Um, so I have my beauty bookkeeping course for independence and that's 199 and that is 12 months access to the software uh, training. Wow. And the reason why I did 12 months access is because QuickBooks is always updating. And so this course is not static. I will be updating it as QuickBooks updates their software. Um, From there, there's an upgrade to a community wherein you can connect with other beauty professionals, but you can also ask a CPA any accounting or tax question or bookkeeping question that you want to ask. Um, and that also includes the bookkeeping course, and that's $4.99. And I know you might be like, oh my gosh, $4.99, that's a lot of money. But step back and think like, okay, you're paying $300 extra for access to a CPA. Like, you know, good luck finding a, a cheaper access. Plus, you get to see what all the other hairstylists and other beauty professionals are asking. And I think that there's just, I, you know, I talk to so many people and I think there people feel like they're the only ones. And I just felt like we got to create this community so that people realize they're not the only ones asking these questions that everyone is confused. Everyone's seeking extra guidance. And so I, I hope like my, my whole purpose in this is to like help people feel at ease, mm -hmm. you know, with asking those questions. So there's not this stigma where they like feel ashamed that they didn't realize that they, you know, they thought they should know these things. I want it, 
everyone to be able to come in, feel like they're in a supportive community. They're going to get the answers they need. With and plus, they're going to get the answers that other people need that you didn't know you need. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Again, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. And it, but even at that price, though, I mean, you're still looking at like it's only like a forty-one dollar investment, you know, per month. You know, which, which again, just the access to that, I mean, that's, you know, make one phone call, you know, to your CPA and that's going to cost you a couple hundred. So, I mean, you know, if you make four, if you, if you communicate with her four times in a year, you, you know, you've kind of, you, you've, you've paid for that, you know, and, and without, and that doesn't even include the access to, to, to other people in, in the community. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's one other package, um, it's called, I call it the all in package. And that's where you want a really hands-on experience. You know, you want to go through the course, you want to be part of the community, but you also want me to go in, look at your bookkeeping, make sure that you did it correctly. And if it's not done, we schedule a one-on-one -on -one video call and I'll go through and I'll show you, you know, where things went wrong and how to keep it smooth going forward. That's the all in package. And so, so, like on the all-in package, you know, so you helped me in uh, April and we did that. And then uh, June, July, August, uh, you see me kind of jacking it up again. Uh, can we schedule another video call or is it just a one-time thing? Yeah, so it depends. So the we have it um, with the way that the package was priced out we have up to an hour of a video call so like if you know in April we use you know 15 20 minutes of that then you've got 40 minutes left for the 12 months or you know maybe we use a whole hour maybe mm -hmm. things went totally crazy you know we can add on and talk about that later gotcha that's awesome that's so cool that's so cool hey Nina so uh what what, what... I guess like we haven't really talked since, you know, since the beginning of COVID though, but you know, what are you seeing? What, you know, when you're coaching people, what, what are the things that you guys are talking about, you know, now post COVID or, or kind of getting back to work and stuff? So, you know, there's obviously been such a huge shift uh, in what's going on. And I think <clears throat> that now more than ever, hairstylists are more focused on the business side of their industry. They're more focused on the money that's coming in and out of their business. And so I think things are shifting in a way where they're just being more mindful. And so a lot of times, and myself included, you know, when I had my salon and my business, I was a little bit nervous to kind of dig around into my numbers, even though I was kind of trained to do all of that, but it's so different when it's your own business. Yeah. Um, and we get a little bit nervous and scared, so we kind of avoid it. But the reality is, is your business is never going to grow unless you have a good handle on your numbers and actually what is coming in and coming out. So, you know, I think that now more than ever, stylists are starting to think ahead for their future. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at in, in terms of like, let's make sure that we have a plan of action together so you have a nest egg set aside for yourself. So if something ever happens, you know, you really are set up for success. And so I think things are really shifting in the way that stylists are looking at their business, looking at their financial plan. And with Michelle doing this, I was so excited when I heard that she was doing this course, because obviously this is not my, I'm not an expert. I'm not a CPA and I'm not an expert in, you know, finances, but I've lived through some things. That's for sure. I've made a lot of mistakes in my business. That's where I speak from. And so I was so happy to hear that she was doing this bookkeeping course because I think there are so, and, and I've done, you know, a lot of research and, and taken some uh, polls and things from independents and salon owners. And I would say that more than 50% of them 
this was, I would say about five or six months ago when I started to do this research, about 50% of them were not doing their monthly bookkeeping. They weren't paying attention to it monthly. It's kind of one of those things where you're like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then it's, you know, November and you're like, shit, now I have to have all my stuff together for the end of the year. And so I'm just so excited that she's doing this because I think it is really filling a void uh, for hairstylists that are feeling maybe uncomfortable Mm -hmm. understanding bookkeeping and you're just making it so accessible and easy for them to feel uncomfortable. You know, you're kind of opening their eyes a little bit. So that's kind of where I, I see things are shifting and moving. And I think that it's, it's very, people are aware of their finances now and they're paying more attention to it. Yeah. You know, well, two things. One is that I can't, I I can't imagine what like, like $41 would just release like so much of that stress and that anxiety, right? Like it's, it's kind of like you're, 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 you're paying not to, not to have to worry about it. You're paying not to have to like, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm sure after the initial, you know, couple visits uh, with Michelle, that's it. But you know, what you're saying is a hundred percent correct. And, you know, just to be completely vulnerable, like, you know, we hired, personally, you know, we, we hired Michelle like in about April or so. And, you know, that was kind of maybe May, but that was kind of after like all the PPP stuff did. So, you know, what, what made me aware that my books weren't where they needed to be was I'm trying to figure out these numbers and, and all this verbiage that I have no idea what it means. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm calling Michelle because we had a personal relationship from her being on the podcast. I'm like, bro, what does this stuff mean? And then, um, and then at that point, I just kind of realized where my vulnerabilities were in the business, not looking like a business, you know, and, and, you know, even when I applied for, um, you know, some of the PPP stuff and, you know, it was done on like a two and a half month average or, or you could apply up to two and a half months. Like I was just guessing numbers, you know, I mean, ultimately I was pretty close. However, you know, when Michelle actually kind of um, went back and, and did my books for, uh, for 2018, she was like, wow, you could have asked for a lot more money. And, you know, when it comes to the PPP, you know, we, we could use a lot more money in our businesses now, especially, you know, grant money. Well, we don't know if it's grant money, but that's a whole nother conversation, but, you know, it was, it was through my vulnerability that I was like, you know what, I, I need a Michelle in my life. And thank God I've got the Michelle in my life. I'm, I'm very grateful to be a part of your, your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Michelle, are you, are, I mean, are you seeing that stuff? I mean, my story isn't unique, I hope. No, no, it's not unique. Actually, what, what I have found to be most heartbreaking um, as a professional is all the people who thought that they didn't qualify for PPP and just didn't even apply at all. That one is, Oh, just breaks my heart. Um, and you know, um, I will say, you know, there are talks about reopening it up for people who haven't applied yet. So if you haven't just be aware that that's a discussion out there. Uh, hopefully, um, hopefully they're opening it up for, you know, our, our brethren in California, man. Cause I know know nobody's hurting like they are, man. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you said something about, you know, doing books quarterly or, you know, yearly. And if you're, if all you want to do is comply with the law, okay, fine. Do them quarterly and pay your estimated taxes. Like there you've complied with the law, but your numbers are so much more valuable if you use them beyond just compliance. Um, and I think this, you know, ties in with a lot of what Nina teaches in her courses about, you know, budgeting and getting all your numbers right. But, you know, how do you know that you've overspent on supplies if you don't know what supplies are? And you don't want to find out in November that you've been overspending on supplies all year long. What you want to do is do your bookkeeping every month 
And then that way, you know, oh, I overspent in February. I'm going to tighten that up here in March and we're going to, you know, move forward. And so that's why I feel like it's important to do your books on a monthly basis so that you can pivot in real time and make those changes that are so important to your business. I mean, I'll tell you something I did just today because of you, Michelle, was that um, I went to uh, Salon Centric and uh, I had them remove the uh, the tax liability that or the, the sales tax because I didn't even know. I don't know if you knew this, but when you buy products to sell, you don't have to pay taxes on that um, if you're going to if the if the end goal is to sell it. So, you know, that saves you, you know, six percent right there. And then, um, I mean, you know, the government's still going to take it. Well, it's not your 6% that so they're taking. They're taking the 6% um, on your on your customer. So I went in today and I cleaned up my books there. So hopefully I'm not paying those taxes. So when uh, my distributors charge me taxes on it, I can have them remove that? Yeah. You need to get a license. You know, Maryland has the sales tax license. Yeah. But if you have that, yeah, you should you should share that with, with, with the distributors and um, and have them remove. You know, it has to be stuff that you're selling. It's not... Well, Michelle, this is your world, but you know, it's not the stuff that you're actually using in back bar, right. but the, Oh, that's another thing too. Like Michelle went through my, my, uh, my, my QuickBooks and like, I'm like, and I, 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 I caught on this conversation. I caught her in a pen. I'm like, dude, what, what goes where, you know, cause there's this thing called cogs, but you know, is cogs like the stuff that I'm using is cogs, the stuff that I'm selling, you know, like, like I didn't know. So she went, here you big dummy. And she just called it back bar. So now I know like, if I'm not, if I'm actually using it, in the salon, it's back bar. And if I'm selling it forward, then, you know, she comes up with another clever name. So uh, that was very helpful too, because now there's no guess on to, cause in QuickBooks, there's a couple cogs and I'm like, what's a cog, you know? So anyways, Michelle, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And that's something people don't realize is that, um, you know, the fancy accounting word is called chart of accounts, but that's all the different line items and they're, they're totally customizable. You know, you don't have to have it say cogs. You can change it to be whatever you want it to be. So why not change it to make stuff that makes sense for your industry? You know, QuickBooks, they're just trying to make a product that's going to work for any small business, which is fine until it's not fine (laughs) because the beauty industry is, you know, very different and that we're both service and retail usually. And there's, you know, two aspects and they need to be treated differently. Um, but yeah, you know, just to clarify what you're talking about with the sales tax. So, so yeah, anything you're using as supplies or back bar, you do need to pay sales tax on that, but anything you're reselling, you should not be paying sales tax on that because you know, the final purchaser pays sales tax. So essentially the state's getting tax money twice from the same purchase, which doesn't make any sense. Um, now some states just your sales tax ID or license that you apply to be able to collect sales tax. That will be sufficient in a lot of states to be able to have the, the sales tax removed from retail purchases. In other states, you actually have to apply for something called a reseller's permit or reseller certificate. So just check with your individual state as to what they require. Yeah, I think in Maryland it was just that. I mean, when I when yeah. when I gave it to the distrib- distributor today, they they had no. They're like, nope, bada bing, bada boom, gone. All right, Michelle. So uh, let's get a little bit in the weeds with this. So I don't pay taxes on, let's say, you know, some hairsprays or something that I get, but then I need to use it on my back bar and I pull it off the shelf, which 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 a lot of salons do, um, like mine. Um, so you know, how how do you clean that up so so that you're you're within the law and that that's legal? Yeah, that is something you can clean up with in the sales tax return. 
So you can, just depending on which state it is, you can like throw that in there under use tax usually. Okay, so basically I'm just going to go, hey, Michelle, I pulled this off the shelf. Can you clean me up? Yeah, that's pretty much how it works out. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Um, hey, Nina, so how, uh, particularly in these times, you know, well, I mean, let's, let's, talk, let's talk honestly about it, is that um, I've had a conversation with, with a friend of mine that has a salon in the state of Maryland. We're allowed to be at 50%, but we're not allowed to double book. So where you would think, you know, like, you know, simple math says, oh, well, you know, you're at 50%, but because we're not allowed to double book, you know, he's at about 20 to 30% of his, his usable time um, in, in, in the salon. So, I mean, kind of getting back to retail, Nina, I guess I'm going to throw it to you a little bit. Like, like how important is that now? Oh my goodness. Retail is, is incredibly important. I mean, it's always important in our industry and I think it falls by the wayside a lot uh, because of fear. You know, people don't want to talk about retail in, in the terms of, or being rejected. Like someone says, no, I don't want to buy that. So we don't really talk about it. But if we think of retail as an extension of the service, and if we think of retail as, um, an educational piece as opposed to a sales piece, it switches things up a little bit. So more so I think thinking of retail as how you can educate your guest to maintain what you've given them in the salon is really the way to go. So that really should be wrapped into your script. You know, your consultation piece should already have a retail piece in it. And it's not about selling. It's just about educating them on what they need when they go home. And so now more than ever, I think because you know, and, and I talk about this in my courses, but we really separate out retail from service sales. And then the budget is a little bit different, but retail really gives you extra cash flow. you know, in terms of that money that's coming into your business. Now, of course, you have to take a portion of that to then repurchase retail. Uh, but retail is important in the business in terms of not only just making more money in top line sales, but also creating a better relationship with your guest. Because there are statistics out there that show that when you have a client that purchases retail from you, that they actually become a more loyal guest. And so we have to kind of steer away from thinking about being salesy, because I hear that all the time. Well, we don't want to be salesy behind the chair. You're not. You're educating your guests, and it's really an extension of your service uh, in, in the salon and really creating that relationship and that loyalty with them. So they stay with you longer and they trust you more. And I know that you guys understand this because I worked behind the chair too for almost 20 years, but when yeah. you have a loyal guest and you say to them, Hey, Cheryl, you know, I really think that you need this shampoo and conditioner. If they already love, know, and trust you, they're gonna be like, okay, perfect. Great. Tell me what I need. You know? So I think we've got to pay more attention to the educational piece. So, okay. So we're talking about, you know, retail and, and how important it is. Now you're starting to see this, this shift in, uh, retail, which, uh, you know, the affiliate, uh, marketing, uh, let's dive into that a little bit. I mean, how is that going to affect, uh, you know, the industry and, and how does it benefit the industry? So here's the thing, you know, I think this has been in a, this has been in the works for a while now, you know, with this affiliate marketing. And it's funny because I actually have, um, uh, a stylist that really is into affiliate marketing coming into my membership program next month to really talk about it and highlight it. Hey. You know, I think it's going to, yeah, it's going to rattle things a little bit in the salon, but 
it, it really is about sheer convenience for the guest. Uh, you know, now it's like, okay, as a salon owner, you don't have to have all of this retail on your shelf, you know, keeping all of that um, inventory, you know, and Michelle can attest to this, you know, there are so many salon owners and I know that I had so much inventory, which is dollars being wasted if that product isn't being moved. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of positives to look at this in the way that you're um, selling retail and getting a kickback and a percentage from the actual uh distributor or vendor, I should say, the, yeah. the product well, company. Well, the brands, right? You're, you're brands, actually, yeah, the brand, yeah. yes. But, I mean, re real quick, Nina, before you go on, let's just kind of explain what affiliate marketing is um, for those people that haven't heard it. So the way that I understand it is kind of new to, to hairdressers. And, and I think the best benefit or the biggest benefit is to the independent or to the or to the salon suites, um, just because, you know, we just don't have a lot of capital to, to, right. to, to get wasted on the shelves, essentially. Mm -hmm. So basically what it is, is you go to their website, you sign up, um, as a client, you have your client sign up and, and you have your, uh, your ID or your whatever in there. And then they can buy directly from the manufacturer. The manufacturer will send it. You know, they're also competing with Amazon a little bit. Like why go to Amazon when, when you, know, you can go directly to the manufacturer? You know the qualities there. You know the integrities there. Yada, yada, yada. It is the product that you're selling. Um, and, then what the, and then what the brands are going to do uh, is they'll kick you back a check for or some money, um, you know, up to like forty percent is what I heard. Forty uh, percent retail um, back to back to the stylist. So the question is back to Michelle. So say with the affiliate uh, marketing program, and I sell something uh, through, say, you know, a particular brand. They send it to the client. I get a say twenty, thirty, whatever percent uh, of that. I guess. The, the, the brand pays the, the sales tax or, do, I mean, I just pay income off of the percentage. I mean, how does that work? Yeah. So any money that you get, you'll just claim on your taxes. The distributor will probably issue you a 1099 at the end of the year for it. And then the distributors messing around with the sales tax. The distributor has to worry about all that. I think it's a pretty pretty good situation really for the stylist. It's one less thing to worry about, but you're still making money. I think it, I, I listen. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I mean, where my red flags go up and and or or my like spidey tenses, spidey senses go off, is how do you audit the brands, right? So like, how do you how do you audit them? Like if like if Michelle was a client of ours and she bought through you know whoever you know whatever product, if she bought it through an affiliate marketing relationship, how do we audit the brands to know that that they're being honest and they're being uh, for, forthright? That would be my concern. Hey, that's an IRS problem. That's between the brand. It's not my problem. As the well, well, no, no, no. It's a problem if, uh, if I'm not getting paid, though. It's, it's my problem uh, if, if Michelle buys something from our affiliate marketing thing, you know, uh, and, then, and then, you know, how do you audit that? You know what I mean? So, I mean, that, 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 that would be my concern. Or, you know, what happens when, you know, you and I share a client or something and then, you know, do they use mine? Do they use, but I guess that has nothing to do with anything. You know, that's just, we'd, we'd have to deal with that. Um, we deal with that now. Yeah, exactly. Think about it though. Even if you lost a client or a client moved on or moved away, if they're still using your affiliate marketing thing, you know, you could be getting some, you could get some, some money's back. Kickback. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, man. Nina, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm going to. So are, are you excited about the affiliate marketing or the opportunities there? <laughs> so, you know, I think that 
it's just the way that things are moving. So in terms of these brands having to compete with Amazon, and you know, you hear this too a lot with hairstylists, it's hard to compete with Amazon. Well, my, my clients are just going to buy it from Amazon. Why will they buy it from us? Again, I think it's creating sheer convenience. I think the brands are uh, doing it also to you know, to compete with Amazon, but also to give stylists an opportunity to make money and for the independence, because I can tell you this with certainty with the independence that I work with, I'd say probably seven out of 10 of them don't carry retail. So right. that's hurting them in the long run. But if they have an opportunity to have an affiliate marketing program that doesn't allow them to have retail on their shelf, they can still make some money and add that educational piece and create that relationship with the tie of retail. I think it's really a, a win-win. You know, I always think that there's a space for everyone. You know, that's really, that's just kind of where I sit in, in that. I just think that there's a space for everyone. And I think it's an opportunity for independents and stylists and, and even owners too, to, to, um, shift the way we're thinking about retail moving forward. I love it. I mean, I think, I, I think, I think it's well, well needed in our industry. I mean, I'll tell you, you know, again, just with the COVID thing, I put all the retail off my shelves because, you know, the, again, there's so much like PPE stuff that we have to do. The last thing that the last thing I have time for or to do is to clean bottles, you know, every day, you know, yeah. so I just put it off the shelf and, and, you know, telling my clients, like, if you want it, I've got it, but it's not going to be on the shelf. I know that Michelle has to get out of here. Michelle, please, please tell us how um, how people listening in can um, can get in touch with you and, and, and join your programs. And I cannot recommend the people that listen enough. If 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 you're in business for yourself or if you're a salon, that th- th- this would make your life way way easier. Um, a thousand, a thousand. Yeah, just percent. just just think friction free, you know. And 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 that's and that's what Michelle's offering. Yeah, for sure. So you can always follow me on Instagram at small business CPA, and I'm always offering uh, free education there. Uh, the course is courses.profitthatcounts.com. That's the, the business is called Profit That Counts. The product is beauty bookkeeping. So if you go to small business CPA on Instagram, you have a link uh, or what's it called? A link tree that has all that stuff on there. That's probably the easiest way to, to kind of do it. So again, follow Michelle at small business CPA. You'll see a, you'll see a picture of her face on there and then um, go to her link tree and you will, um, and she'll have all the information there. I'm, I'm, I'm mega excited for the industry. I, I think that this is like, it's one of those things that never gets talked about, but but obviously, in, in you know the last six months, that's proven it certainly in my life yeah, um, that we need it. I'm, the one thing I'm really excited about is watching the industry evolve. Right? I mean, this is just another thing added that's going to change our industry for the for the better. Yep, no doubt. And um, if you sell a hundred dollars worth of a product on your affiliate marketing, then you're paying for Michelle, you know, with your retail. So that's oh. good too. Bada bing, bada boom. That's twenty five dollars <laughs> a month. Or $25 a week, right? Right. So $25 a week in retail from affiliate marketing and you're already paying for Michelle. So that's unbelievable. Michelle, Nina, we love you guys both so much. And thank you guys for, for spending time with us and, and, and hanging out with, uh, with, with, with us. And uh, thank you very, very much for joining us. All. Love you guys. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. 
<laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs> 